Welcome to another session of Lone with Jen podcast. We're recording this for podcast and we're recording it for YouTube. We've got an estate attorney here today and we are talking about why every homeowner needs a will. John Strohmeyer is an expert here in Houston where I live, a state attorney for many, many years. In fact, he's helping me with my stuff right now. Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your go-to weekly source for all you need to know about financing your home. Get ready for a no BS fact-driven journey. I'm Jen Hernandez. I've been a loan officer since 1995 with over 4,600 families financed to date. I love to simplify the most complicated loan questions, making them a breeze to understand. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and should not be taken as legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. John, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Jen. It's good to be back. Yeah, you're becoming a regular guest. I love it. All kinds of issues that we need to talk about. Okay, so first burning question. Tell me why, like what could go wrong? Why do I need to worry about a will and testament? Why? If I mean, I it die seems so simple. Home. Like why, why can't people just get this stuff when you pass on? Now, we're talking about loans. And that always leads back to the loan that you got to buy a house. And the important thing is when somebody passes, we have to have some chain in title title to get it from the person who died to the person who owns it next. Don't have a will or in some cases a transfer on death deed, but basically some official document that you can file in the property record saying the dead person's not here and this person now owns it, what you open yourself and your relatives up to is a an airship proceeding. So this is H-E-I-R-S-H-I-P, not A-I-R-S-H-I-P. Yeah. Where we determine the heirs, and the heirs are going to be whoever the legislature said should inherit your property. Generally, it's spouse and kids, but it could be complicated if you've got multiple spouses, kids with multiple partners. It's going to get more complicated and more expensive. And this is where you'll see a lot of the things scaring you about a court will decide who your heirs are. No, I mean, the rules are already set up. You already know who they are. It's not going to go to somebody random. Additional cost, delay, and headaches on the people who should get it if you don't have something in place. Now, if you've got a will or a deed or something that takes care of this, well, then you've identified who gets your stuff when you're gone. That's why, you know, that's why you have a will when it comes to a house, but it also applies to when the rest of your stuff. Why should you have it for any of it? You want to make sure the right people get your stuff. That's true. I mean, I'm just thinking of oh, young couples. They're thinking, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when I was young, I thought I was bulletproof. I didn't think always about this stuff. But if something were to happen when you're younger, even before you have a lot of assets, I would think that, like you said, making sure it goes right people in a speedy fashion let's say you have kids i would assume right. like you want your kids to keep living in the house you need to say who's going to be the guardian of the kids so if that stuff isn't set out in stone right. it's been a while like how right. long like how long does it take if this isn't done the if probate process done, uh if it's not done we tell clients to expect a you know a speedy resolution of it if we're doing an airship proceeding is six months that's if everything clicks along it just takes longer because we're the court's going to have to appoint attorney to verify the story we tell you know just because your heirs come in and say well we're the only ones 
court has to do its work to make sure, well, you are actually the, the right ones and you didn't leave out, you know, Sister Susan, who nobody really liked anymore. And so that, you know, we cut her, we didn't sign off on the paperwork, we didn't disclose her. It has to make sure they got everybody warts and all. So this is where, you know, cutting off that cost, the time of appointing that attorney, just all the headaches that are going to go along with that. And you'd mentioned something earlier about, well, you know, when do you think about this? It's once you start having stuff, you know, if you've got stuff that can't just be put in a moving box, moved away, it's harder by not having something in control. Rough way of thinking about it, there, there's something in Texas called the small estate affidavit. We can use it for folks who die with a small enough amount of property. Generally, you know, under $75,000 don't like having real estate in there. If you do, it can only go to your surviving spouse or minor children, not adult children, minor children. So if you've got that less than $75,000 with some carve-outs and things like that, house, maybe you don't need to worry about anything else. Your family can come in and sign that form and you submit it. A few weeks later, the court will send it back. Outside of that, like we really only think about that for who just turned 18. You know, if you're between 18 and 25, you'll have a car, maybe. You'll have a bank account with $4 yeah, in it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and your stuff. You don't need a will for them. But once you start getting your stuff, it's not the document really that anybody needs. It's more, have you thought through what happens? Who's going to get it and how are they going to get it? And people do have wills in place. And I know every case is different and how complicated the estate, but let's just say the average person who has house, You've got a little bit of stuff. How long does regular probate that's done with the proper things in place, how long does that normally take? If everything along the way it's supposed to, we're, you know, initial application that gets filed the same as we'd have with an airship. But instead of that six months to get to court, we're looking at just waiting, you know, getting in line immediately. We're not coordinating with some other attorney. So here in Harris County, it's been about six or so weeks once we filed before we can get a hearing. They just opened a new court. So hopefully that'll start bringing those times back down to where, you know, you may wait for a month or so for a hearing. And again, it's we're looking for a time for you and the attorney to go before the court for about 15 minutes to get okay. everything lined up. So while we're talking about timeline, I think it's relevant, <laughs> but let's say we're in the middle of buying or selling a house and the seller dies, one of the sellers die. Right. And let's say there is a will in place. Like we can't just close the next day as normal. It's got to go through something, right? Like that would pause no. everything. No, it'll pause everything because nobody has the authority to sell the house. Even if the will says, I leave all my, you know, I leave the entire house. I leave everything to Jen. You cannot go to court or you can't go to closing tomorrow because the will is not valid until it's been admitted to probate by the court. So you're going to have to wait that time to get that lined up, you know, get the will admitted. Get so it can take that four to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Take, it'll take, take four time. to six weeks. And if you, you know, if somebody has died, we'll get calls pretty frequently. Hey, you know, so-and-so has died. Can we just get a deed to put the house in our name? No, you can't. Nobody has the authority to sign that deed. The person has died. Well, they wanted us to have it. Okay. Not, apparently not <laughs> enough to uh, sign something before they passed to, to say that. And so oh, you know, yeah. we, we get lots of, you know, hey, we're, we're closing soon. We need to get this uh, quickly. There's no last will. It's going to take months for that closing. Okay. If there is a will, you know, we may be delayed by six or so weeks mm -hmm. uh, to get somebody with the authority to sign. Again, that's also assuming 
everybody, all the beneficiaries agree to selling it because if somebody wanted the house, you don't necessarily want to sell it out to fight with someone. There's a time and a place for everything. So not everybody needs to hire an attorney. Like I'm hiring you. I mean, I have a big house. I've got assets. I've got kids. I've got in-laws that live with me. I mean, like I'm not going to DIY. Okay. And so right. I thanks for all the help you've given me so far, but for people that are like, I don't have that much. I don't want to pay a bunch of money. I just want to like, how could someone do it on their own? Let's say they don't have that much stuff, but they have a house and they want to make sure it's taken care of. Right. They download something off the internet. Like, what do they do? Yeah. You know, look, why, why do you pay anybody for anything? You pay for it to get done faster and easier. So you don't have to worry about the results being incorrect. You know, this is something we do all the time. So we know what to look for. If things are simple, sure, you can write your own will. You can download some form off the internet, LegalZoom or Will and Trust. Most of them will work. The problem is, will it work? for you and your particular circumstances. So if everything's simple, if you're just leaving it, kids, you know, leave it to your spouse, otherwise the kids outright or something like that, it could work. But of course, you know, like things can go wrong. It seems so simple, yeah. but there are so many ways that you can have seen it where people have minor children and they're leaving assets to them outright. Well, the risk with that is if you leave it to them outright, if they're a minor, you've just triggered a guardianship for them. And the moment they turn 18, get all those assets outright, which means five minutes later, they're getting turned into Maserati cigarettes and Faberge eggs. And that's yeah. probably not what you had in mind. There's some dynamics there that be helpful to talk to someone, but if they did DIY it, let's say they download something, so it has to be notarized. And then I give somebody the copy of the will, right? Because obviously if you die, no one's going to know where it is. So right. we need to know where the original of that document is, not just the copy. And so making sure people can find that it's you know, effectively like a treasure map. How are we going to find your treasure and get it to the right people? We don't have the map. If we don't have a good list of assets, nobody's going to know what to do. They're just going to be scrounging around trying to find anything. Got you. Got you. Got you. Well, I really appreciate you uh, for this really important topic. Is there anything that I've left out that you think people need to know when they're doing a will house for how their yeah, stuff for their stuff? I mean, the idea is we want to make sure that we're addressing everything. What's going to happen? What are those headaches that are going to come down the line? How can we think through them now so that they're solved later? Yeah, good. Well, I really appreciate it. I'll put John's info in the show notes, in the description. If you're in Texas, in Houston specifically, you can call him. Do you do other parts of Texas or mostly Houston? I guess you could uh, do. We're mostly focused on, you know, Dallas, San Antonio area. Uh, yeah. But we, we have clients throughout. In Texas. Great. Awesome. Thanks for joining us again. My favorite legal expert. Thank you. Thank you, John. Take care. Uh, of course. Thanks, John. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon. Mm -hmm.